Good morning and welcome to Worship Where You Are with Triumphant Love Lutheran Church in Austin, Texas. I am Pastor Danielle Moore Casey and we are delighted to have you worshiping with us on this special God's Work, Our Hands Sunday. Just a few announcements and reminders. First, for this special Sunday, we invite you to have oil or water to bless your hands and those gathered for worship today toward the end of the service. We also continue to gather your prayer requests, so send those in to us via email or give us a call here at the church. We also thank you for your continued offering, whether you're doing that via our online giving portal or sending that in the snail mail to us. You also should have received an updated statement and stewardship letter in your email this past week. Next Sunday is Reformation Sunday, so remember to wear red and tune in for a special visit from Martin Luther himself. And now, as we begin this God's Work, Our Hands service, we turn to the call to worship. Christ has no hands but our hands, no, no hands, hands but, but our hands, hands to, to do, do God's, God's work in, in the, the world. world. Christ has no feet but our feet, no, no feet, feet but, but our feet, feet to walk alongside our sisters and brothers. Christ has no lips but our lips, no, no lips but, but our lips to proclaim the good news. Christ has no love but our love, no, no love but our but love to share with the imprisoned, the, the silenced, the persecuted, the hungry, the lonely, the harassed, the marginalized. We come together with, with our, our hands, feet, and, and lips, with our love, with our, with our lives. lives, and we go out together to, to do God's, God's work in the, the world. world. Amen. Amen. We sing the special God's work, Our Hands Hymn. God's work, our hands working together, building a future, repairing the world, raising up homes, planting new gardens, feeding the hungry and sheltering the Let's go our voices, we speak 
of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. O God, you have promised through your Son to be with your church forever. We give you thanks for your faithfulness to the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America and for the signs of your presence in this community of believers. Help us to do your work with our hands, not just today, but every day. We pray through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. I now invite our young people to join me for a children's message. It's good to be with all of you today for this special God's Work, Our Hands Sunday. Today we're talking about different ways we can serve, and we see, I think, a wonderful example of that in our gospel text that's coming up, if we're paying good attention. I brought this beautiful quilt that was made by some members of our congregation. And if you were here with me in person, I would ask for a volunteer to lay down on this quilt and then another volunteer to see if you could pick that person up all by yourself. So if you're at home and you've got a quilt, you can give this a try yourself right there. So what do you think? Would you be able to pick somebody up all by yourself? Mm, probably not. So in our story today, there are actually four different friends who all use their hands to grab a corner of the quilt or the mat, and together they are able to lift their friend who cannot walk to take him to Jesus. But then when they get there, they find out that there is a huge crowd around Jesus, so much so that they cannot get their friend through the crowd to Jesus. So again, they use their hands, they climb up to the roof of where Jesus is, and again they use their hands to actually dig through the roof to make a hole in it, and then they use their hands again to slowly lower Jesus down as if on a pulley, lower the man down to get to Jesus in the house. The hands are being used time and time again. And as we continue to hear the story, pay attention to what Jesus' hands are doing. His hands pronounce forgiveness. His hands question the scribes who don't understand what Jesus is doing in his ministry. And in the end, his hands reach out to heal the man on that mat, on that quilt, 
so that he can be restored to new life. Every week, every day, we are invited to use our hands to do God's work in the world. And if you haven't joined us for one of our projects, I hope you still will, or just look for ways you can use your hands this week. Maybe opening the door for someone who has their hands too full, or making one of the blessing bags to hand out to someone who's living on the street, or picking up trash in your neighborhood to take care of God's creation. There are so many ways we can use our hands to do God's work. So let's serve today together. Will you use your hands now to pray with me? Our hands we fold, our heads we bow. It's time to talk to God now. Dear God, thank you for Jesus and for friends and for hands. Help us this week to use our hands to do your work. Amen. Go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our service continues with our readings for this God's Work, Our Hands Sunday. A reading from Psalm 104. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Yonder is the sea, great and wide. Creeping things innumerable are there living things both small and great. There go the ships and Leviathan that you form to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. A reading from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. For just as the body is one and has many members, all of the members of the body, though many are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one spirit we were all baptized into one body, Jews or Greeks, slavers or free, and we were all made to drink of one spirit. Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot would say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And if the ear would say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, that would make not make it any less a part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the hearing be? The whole body were hearing, where would the sense of smell be? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them as he chose. If all were a singular member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many members, yet one body the eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Noah, again, the hand, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the members of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. 
And those members of the body that we think less honorable, we close with great honor. And our less respectable members are treated with greater respect. Whereas our more respectable members do not need this. But God has so arranged the body, giving the greater honor to the inferior member, that there may be no dissension within the body, but the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together with it. If one member is honored, all rejoice together with it. Now you are the body of Christ, individually, individually members of it. Word of God. Word of life. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Please rise for the reading of the gospel. Gospel according to St. Mark, the second chapter. When Jesus returned to Capernaum after some days, it was reported that he was at home. So many gathered around that there was no longer room for them, not even in front of the door, and he was speaking the word to them. Then some people came, bringing to him a paralyzed man carried by four of them. And when they could not bring him to Jesus because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him. And after having dug through it, they let down the mat on which the paralytic lay. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, Why does this fellow speak in this way? It is blasphemy. Who can forgive sins but God alone? At once, Jesus perceived in his spirit that they were discussing these questions among themselves. And he said to them, Why do you raise such questions in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven? Or to say, Stand up, take your mat, and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, stand up, take your mat, and go to your home. And he stood up and immediately took the mat and went out before all of them, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, we have never seen anything like this. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We sing. Grab a hand next to you, grab another hand and sing this song. Maybe you grew up singing that song like I did at Sunday school or sing-alongs or VBS or 
confirmation camp, maybe you know that song too. It's filled with lots of things that hands can do. Give another hug, scratch another back, give a high five. It's a great representation of what our faith should be, which is to say, hands on. This week, I spent a fair amount of time looking at images from our gospel story, this healing of the paralytic. You can simply search healing the paralytic for yourself after worship or, hey, put me on pause and take a look right now at some examples. Well, a few of the images I saw depicted the paralytic at the end of the story carrying his mat. I noticed that most of the images depicted the man with his four friends around him. Whether they were ancient icons or Renaissance representations or even modern mafas from Africa, I was drawn into this story by the artist. Whether they were medieval masterpieces, contemporary collages, or impressionist images, I was drawn to the hands depicted in the story. Many pictured the friend's hands grabbing a corner to carry the paralytic to Jesus. Some pictured the friends actually digging through the roof by hand, and still others pictured them painstakingly lowering him hand over hand down to Jesus below. Maybe it's because it's God's work, our hand Sunday, but I couldn't help but notice how important the friends' hands were in this story. I noticed them far more vividly than I ever had before, I confess. Generally, when I read this story, I am caught up with what Jesus is doing, especially all the hubbub he is drumming up. Generally, when I read this story, I am drawn to what Jesus is doing. His pronouncement of forgiveness, his denouncement of the scribes, his announcement of healing. Yet even with Jesus... I still found myself drawn to the images of his hands in those paintings, lifting them in a sign of forgiveness, raising them as he questioned the scribes, reaching out with them to heal the man. Jesus' ministry was very much hands-on. All throughout the Gospels, we hear stories of Jesus and his hands, touching the lepers and the diseased, making mud pies and smearing it on the eyes of the blind, raising people from death and despair, hugging children, and breaking bread with those who were unwelcomed in society. Jesus' ministry was a hands-on ministry. But when you think about it, from the very beginning, God had been hands-on, so how could Jesus' ministry be anything less? Yet as Mark tells us, that's exactly what some people didn't like about it. Hands can certainly bring rest and restoration, but they can also upset and overturn. 
Jesus' hands did both, sometimes even simultaneously, as they did in our gospel story today. Jesus brought rest and restoration to the paralytic man, even as he brought anxiety and anger to those scribes. Jesus' hands-on approach, his stretching the bounds of forgiveness, his miraculous healing of this man was just too much. The scribes object and threaten. But Jesus is not deterred. Even when they hung him on a cross, his hands were wide open. Hands-on is just the way Jesus works. And it is what he desires of us, too. I imagine it's no coincidence that one of Jesus' first and most controversial healings is of this paralyzed man. Jesus wants our hands to be useful in the same way. He wants our ministry to be hands-on, too. He wants our feet to follow in his footsteps. I also imagine it's no coincidence that the healing comes through the perseverance of the man's friends and because of the power of their hands to lay him at Jesus' feet. When our arms are stretched out beyond ourselves, when our hands extend to those in our neighborhood, when our hands grab a corner, we too will be healed and blessed. There is healing and wholeness and blessing in connecting and community. Ours is a hands-on ministry. And our hands, our hands-on ministry will bring rest and restoration. But as was true for Jesus, it may also bring anger and anxiety to us too. Our actions may upset and overturn. In fact, perhaps some will avoid this worship where you are today because it doesn't conform to our traditional rules of Sunday Sabbath. Others might object to us helping those people or people like that. We might even hesitate ourselves at times to be so hands-on. After all, there is a pandemic afoot. Yet, our calling is consistent. Yet, this day literally embodies Christ's hands-on ministry. It ritualizes in some way what we do every day. God's work. Our hands. This Sunday renews and restores us to be hands-on. So our hands have and will continue to make cards and dig dirt, paint prayer rocks and write letters of advocacy, stitch blankets and make blessing bags. Our hands have and will continue to be folded in prayer and carry a casserole. Our hands will work. Our hands will be open. We will practice today 
being hands-on. We will practice grabbing a corner. We will practice serving our neighbor. We will practice opening our hands. That's something I've been doing quite literally these last few weeks, practicing opening my hands. It sounds a little bit odd, I know, as if I'm doing some sort of physical therapy, and in a way, I guess you could say I am. I began doing this a few weeks ago when reading a devotion by Episcopal Bishop and Native American elder Stephen Charleston, who writes, I have been practicing opening my hands as I pray. In a very mindful way, he says, I close my hands tightly and hold them closed and then slowly open them. As I do this, I consider that with hands open, I can receive, I can release, I can return, I can reach. With hands open, I am healed and whole. I receive rest and restoration. I am open and offered. With hands open, I can grab a corner. I can help a friend. I can serve today. Just the action alone carries meaning. It embodies theology. It ritualizes a truth. So I invite you to try it today. Try it now, even. Because it's not just physical therapy, but spiritual therapy. Because our hands are indeed made to reach out to those in need made to be open in offering, made to grasp another hand in comfort, made to serve one another. This is hands-on ministry that we do. This is God's work and our hands. So let's serve again today. Amen. We sing. Holy God, 
our redeemer and sustainer. We pray for our troubled world, for those suffering from the physical effects of the coronavirus, and for those who mourn the loss of loved ones. We pray for our church community, for those who are lost and marginalized, and for all of creation. Comfort all who are distressed and sorrowful. Almighty God, you call us to be servants in your holy name. May you infuse us with strength, endurance, and patience as we work together to make meaningful change a reality. Guide us to be your hands and feet in a world desperate for our help and ingenuity. God of abundant grace, open your healing hands. Glorious Lord, we pray for our national and local leaders that they be guided by you in finding compassion and creative solutions to the problems that plague our country. We pray for each of us to be instruments of your peace and that you would grant us courage to confront social injustice in our spheres of influence. Equip us to work tirelessly for the betterment of all our brothers and sisters. God of abundant grace, open your healing hands. God of compassion, we pray for those who have lost jobs and income, who have lost hope and are feeling anxious and fragile. Sustain their faith and help them to feel your presence in their lives. We pray for teachers, school administrators, and parents as everyone works together to meet the needs of our most precious children. Grant them insight, wisdom, and patience in the weeks ahead. God of abundant grace, open your healing hands. Heavenly Father, be with each of us in our relationships. Help us to draw strength from you as we seek to love and nourish our families, our friends, and our colleagues wherever we live, work, and play. During this time of disunity and bitter conflict, please help us to find ways to live in peace with each other as we seek reconciliation and acceptance. God of abundant grace, open your healing hands. Merciful God, guide each of us as we seek to be your hands and feet in service to others. Protect us and those we serve. We lift up to you the specific joys and concerns of our congregation. We lift up prayers of thanksgiving for our triumphant love ministry, especially for all those serving for God's work our hands. For the wedding of Laura Miller, daughter of Russ and Carol, to Andrew Estrello. We pray for Barrett, deployed for military service overseas. And in this National Mental Health Week, we pray for all those battling mental illness. We pray for those first responders and all recovering from Hurricane Delta.
and for those in need of healing, especially Armand P., Bob, Dace, David, George, Laurel and Joel, Jim, Mildred, and Maya, and those in treatment for cancer, especially Lene, Doug, and Julie. We pray for those who mourn the loss of loved ones, especially Dorothy and family, as her in the loss of her grandmother, Marjorie, and for those in our hearts and minds now. God of abundant grace, open your healing hands. Gracious God, your love washes over us and fills us with hope. Help us to remember that you have been with us. You are with us now, and you always will be with us, no matter our circumstances. We seek to live in the fullness of God. We commend to you our heartfelt prayers with praise and supplication. Amen. of Christ be with you always. Please extend your hand to share the peace with those in your household and with those you meet throughout the week. Your continued support of our ministry during this unprecedented time is greatly appreciated. You can mail in your offering or use this time to set up online giving. Simply go to tllc.org and click on the Give tab. Or use our Give Plus text feature to give your offering digitally. Simply text the amount you wish to give to 512-357-7693 and then follow the secure payment instructions. This fall, Triumphant Love joined with other ELCA congregations across the country to participate in God's work, Our Hands. As Lutherans, we are guided by our life in Christ to share the love of Jesus and serve our neighbors, even if such acts of service look different this year. So we decided to do a mix of online and safe, hands-on activities for our congregation. Last Sunday, we held an online prayer vigil, lifting up prayers for our community, our nation, and our world. That same day, we cleaned up the yard and playground at Florence's Comfort House, which provides a safe environment for children in the Montopolis neighborhood. This week, we collected and delivered about 300 pounds of donations to the Bread for All food pantry. This Lutheran pantry in Southeast Austin serves about 75 households each Monday evening. Next weekend, our youth will be working alongside refugee farmers at the New Leaf Farm in Elgin. This commercial farm uses organic, sustainable practices while training refugees for paid agricultural work that is both dignified and in demand. You can still participate in the online activities. Learn more about how Community First Village is addressing homelessness. 
use Bread for All Worlds templates to help advocate for legislation that helps hungry and poor people, or make a personal covenant with creation to live green. You can find links to these activities on our church's website. You can also contact the church office to purchase a God's Work, Our Hands yard sign. Proceeds will be split between Florence's Comfort House and the Mariposa Family Learning Center. God's work does not end with these projects, but you already know that. You do this kind of work every day. I give thanks for the many hands, including yours, that do God's work in the world. God's work, our hands. Let's serve today. We commit unto you, Lord, the work of our hands. Oh, prosper our work in your kingdom. We gratefully offer the work of our hands. Oh, prosper our work in your kingdom. We commit unto you, Lord, the work of our hands. Oh, prosper our work in your kingdom. We gratefully offer the work of our hands. Oh, prosper our work in your kingdom. Holy Father and Spirit and Son, for the sake of our new lives begun, Fill the work of our hands with more worth than we can, and by your grace bring near your kingdom. Holy Father and Spirit and Son, for the sake of our new lives begun, Fill the work of our hands with more worth than we can, and by your grace bring near your kingdom. Let us pray. Blessed are you, O God, maker of all things. Through your goodness, you have blessed us with these gifts, ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Use us and what we have gathered in feeding the world with your love through the one who gave himself for us, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. And gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, we pray as Jesus taught. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. 
for the the kingdom, kingdom, the power, power, and the the glory glory are yours, yours, now now and forever. forever. Amen. As we close our service today, I invite you to grab some oil or even some water from your house to give yourself and those around you a blessing of your hands as you go into this week. Simply take a little bit of the oil or water on your finger and make the sign of the cross on your hand or on the hands of someone else and say, go and do God's work with these hands today and every day. And Almighty God, creator, redeemer, and healer, bless you now and forever. Amen. We sing. The Lord now sends us Thank you for joining with us once again to worship where you are today. We hope you will continue to use your hands to do God's work in the world. And a reminder to join us today for Sunday school at 10 a.m. for adults and at 1 p.m. for children and youth. And next Sunday, remember to wear your red for Reformation Sunday and bring your communion supplies to receive Holy Communion. And now, go in peace. Serve the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcasts progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.